Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, next up. Uh, Tidewater, TDW. Not and underwater, it's Tidewater. Tidewater. And this passed the screen. So again, one of the nice things about a screen is that this passed the screen, and it's a decent screen. So you already know that it's less than, uh, I think I did nine times cash flow. Decent coverage on debt and all that. Tidewater, it's nine times EBITDA, so that wasn't the entire attraction to me. That's 11% cash on cash return, which is, again, great versus the Treasury. And we're in a period where equities look cheap on a yield basis. Um, you know, if people would just get together and buy these companies, they'd be earning great, pretty great yields. And I, that's, I think, some kind of anchor to the valuations. Um, now, one thing about this company that's, I, I think, the most interesting to me, and I'll just read what this 10Q language says, or 10K, Tidewater provides offshore supply vessels and marine support services to the offshore energy industry. And, you know, you have to figure that if the planet has oil evenly distributed, that and there's no no one that suggests otherwise, <clears throat> it's going to be a lot of that's going to be under, under the sea. Right. And so these guys provide all the services to do that. Um, I think I have seen the data where the yields on land-based oil wells and stuff are starting to drift down. And so you got to think in the next 50 years, the oil is offshore. There's been a lot of new technology in that area. That's what you use for your portfolio, the 50-year outlook. Well, we use uh, we use a, a that's little bit That's long shorter. term. That's but good. It, that's good. No, it's I, long I term. It's trends. Wind at your back. That is. A, I think that's a that's a point of differentiation. Yeah. What does the average small cap guy look out? Ten years? Five years? Two years? Well, we honestly we're going to look out five years. But this is this is a trend that you can't possibly deny. The oil is underwater. They've got new technology to service and find the oil underwater. It is a little more expensive, but look at the oil price. What's your 100-year recommendation? Uh, big dogs and guns, I'd say, right, over that okay. type of thing. All right, anyway. You know, um, you, you, yeah. you are going to make a good case, I hope, for this stock because as a Mo guy, I look at this company and the stock price is down 8% in 2011, is down another 8 or almost 9% in 2012, and... Um, you know, <clears throat> if there is a good story here, it's certainly not being digested in the marketplace. So um, tell me, when you looked at this, I looked at it and said, oh, the chart doesn't look so great. Um, the dividend yield was interesting, but uh, what were you seeing in this? <clears throat> what was I seeing? Yeah. That's a very good question, though, because that was many hours ago. And uh, what I was seeing was, uh, first, that long-term trend. You know, weak kid. But I think it's more than a 50-year trend. I think it's a one-year, five-year, eight-year, ten-year trend in the sense that with oil prices at $100, you can profitably find oil under deep water, and those are likely to be the biggest finds going forward or in deep water. So I think that if you have a belief that per capita wealth and per capita lifestyles in these emerging economies are going to be oil-based, um, and until they invent other stuff, we have to assume that, you know, solar, wind, hydro, it's just not cheap yes. enough yet. Yeah. Well, fracking is yeah. bringing a lot of cheap energy to the United States, but not yet to India 
in China and places like that. So, um, but you know, longer term, those will play a part. But you got to think that oil uh, underwater is going to be an area that, at least on the exploration side, is going to be gaining share. And these guys are pretty much a direct play on that. So there's that. Well, the other thing I would say is, from a you know, from a, a fundamental point of view, their EBITDA margins are down from peaks a few years ago when they were 40, which is pretty good. They're just they're down. They're now in the high 20s, and mm-hmm. I like that a lot. You know, those that that means something proprietary is going on. Their returns on assets and equity are pretty low, but again, I'm going to write that off as being management's reluctance to write off assets that are no longer. Um, you know, earning market returns. And the valuation, nine times. If I'm right about energy, then 11% cash-on-cash return is certainly a decent yield to earn while waiting for uh, more clear signs of those trends to emerge. That's what I'd say. You know, I'm looking at, um, you mentioned the EBITDA margins. This is a company that typically had 40% EBITDA margins. Yeah. Something happened in 2009. So, you know, before you buy the stock, you want to go do a little research. 2009, EBITDA margins went from 40% to 30%. And in 2010, they went to 25%. So there was a fundamental shift in this company's business mix with the industry itself that resulted in that big collapse in the margins. That's worrisome. Here's the good news. For the last three years, they've stabilized. So it looks as though they had a transition... Well, that took place over 2008, 2009, 2010. We still had big shrinkage in margins, and that probably impacted the stock price, which is why it hasn't traded well. It's been down 8% last year, 9 or 10% this year. Um, so, assuming the fundamental trends stabilize, yeah, the stock should start to follow suit. And, it, yeah, it could be a, it could be a interesting one to look at. Well, I would add to what you just said. that During that period you're talking about, there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on. Not only concerns about recessions and double dips and all that, but fracking has come in, um, the Gulf, you know, disaster and the you know curtailment of drilling and things like that at that time, and so and prices. You know, there was a time when prices were up, prices were down. So there's been a lot of turmoil. Definitely do your own work. That's why it's comforting sometimes to look at a longer term trend to say, what do you really think? the market share of deep water discoveries is going to be versus land discoveries. And on that basis, the data, I think, is pretty clear. Um, we do some long-term, real long-term studies. And yeah. um, when we look at the stock, we look out to 25-25. If man is still alive, you mean? That's, <laughs> that's very prescient. Point. We've been listening to 60s music all night, baby. <laughs> Maybe that did influence some of my judgment. But, yeah, we do look at that far, and we have a buy-in on it, too. I will say, in 25-25, I do expect that we will be beyond, you know, fossil fuels. We will probably be living underground. Underground, yeah. There you have it, the the relatively modest term. I think water power is going to be coming back. Very possible. Mr. Fusion. When we devolve into amoebas. All right, last up this week. 